0: Thanks for coming to listen to the Everything Avatar podcast. We are your hosts Dan Harris and
1: Aaron Pinkham. This we're going to be talking about basically everything Avatar related, as in Avatar: The Last Airbender,
0: not Avatar the movie. Premise for this podcast is that we're going to look at each episode from two points of view: me, a forty-something dad that has zero experience at all with anything Avatar or the Avatar world, versus
1: an Avatar superfan who's been watching for twelve years.
0: All right, season three, episode one.
1: Yay! <laughs> We're officially in season three. Last season. Mm-hmm. All My right. favorite season.
0: Your favorite <laughs> season? Yes. We'll we'll see. Uh, yeah. So this one picks up. There's there's a little bit of a time jump. We just know it's been a few weeks. We don't know how long really, but. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Okay. I was gonna say the first thing that pops off for me is ang right away you see has hair yes the first shot now they've never brought it up before they've never said that he shaves his head or nothing now i'm a guy that shaves my head so i can relate to this but if he's never shaved his head before first of all he's 12 so it makes (laughs) sense that yeah he grows hair and if he's been out for a couple weeks from his injuries then Mm -hmm. okay i get it yeah he has hair But it's kind of a weird way to bring it up or to show it all of a sudden out of the blue. Yeah. But I'll digress. It's cartoon. (laughs) I'll move on.
1: Yes. And I guess also I was going to mention this when they talked about it more. But there is. So there's this comic book that they did. That's I guess it's not really like the normal ones, but it's called The Lost Adventures, which were just like kind of ideas and little stories they had for the show that just kind of didn't make it into the show. And they're kind of just like little stories that happen through the three seasons of Avatar. So there's a little thing in this book that talks about how it like kind of shows them getting that ship. Uh, Katara just trying to heal Aang all the time because he's out. Um, and basically how they, they got the whole figured out how like the Fire Nation thinks Aang's dead and so it kind of just goes over like those like little weeks and then it says like that when we see Pipsqueak and the Duke they were trying to like steal stuff from them and they said that in the episode too but they like just show a little picture of it and stuff and like how the Earth King and Bosco wanted to go off so it's kind of like what happens I would say maybe it's two or three weeks we don't really have a official thing of what it is but there is that in the sense of we have a little bit more seeing in other stuff what happens here i guess
0: <laughs> gotcha so, th- so there is a companion comic book that covers those week those lost weeks
1: then. yeah i guess it's it's not really a comic book it's it's a f- the comic book is like a 200 or 300 pages of stories that happen within avatar so it's probably like
0: graphic novel
1: yeah it's probably like 15 pages for that story yeah they're just like a bunch of little stories in one books that kind of just are like little things and like gaps between time but a lot of them like don't really are not super important to the story but i figured i would touch on this one because it kind of did like they shows them, like, on their way to the Serpent's Pass, and, like, they go through a Fire Nation gate, and, like, the Fire Nation guy basically says, like, oh, the war is gonna be ending soon, and, like, the Avatar's dead, so, like, we know that they know that in this episode, but, like, they didn't know that then, and we see them take over the ship and stuff, so, like, I thought that was actually one that was pretty important to touch on, because, like, some of the other ones are just kind of, like, them having fun doing, like, a little, like, Game or on some little mini adventure that are kind of just like, you know, not really important to like the main plot of the show. But I thought that one was was something to touch on. I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to go through all the comics, but if we do, well, you know.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. Yeah, Aang kind of wakes up. He's got hair. He's he's out of it. And the first thing he notices right away is that he's on a fire nation ship. So he kind of yes. freaks out. Um, he gets up and kind of sneaks out of his room, which obviously, come on, if, if it was he really if he was really on a fire nation ship for real, they wouldn't leave him alone like that. So mm-hmm. it was like, all right, whatever. So he gets up, sneaks out. And right away in the hallway, he sees a big old dude and a little dude. And he's like, you know, throws the the wind at him and, and goes to take off and, and these two are like, oh wait, he's awake, and, and they're like, stop, stop, and we find mm-hmm. out later who these two are. Mm-hmm. Um but he's trying to take off. He gets to where he's outside, he's still weak. He's using yeah, his he's... glider, he's mm-hmm. using his glider stick, which again, if this was really by the fire nation, they probably wouldn't leave that where he could access it. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. and he he goes and he and he gets outside and he's trying to to get up and get away and and he, and he falls right away because he's still so weak. Mhm. And this is where all of a sudden then he sees uh, uh, or Katara and Toph see him right away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're all you tell right away they're dressed in in well Katara and Toph aren't really dressed uh in Fire Nation stuff they just got like robes on.
1: Yeah, just kind of. To... Try to cover their clothes, but everybody else has like the Fire Nation like armor on.
0: Yeah. Um, and then it kind of flashes right away over as you see the ship that they're on. It flashes to another Fire Nation ship. And that's the one that Zo goes on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And right away, it's a scene with him and May. Mm-hmm. She kind of he's tr- he's kind of pondering life and wondering, you know, did he do the right thing and whatnot? And yeah. she kind of makes fun of him. And then kisses him. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And so, I guess, and that's... Yeah, Zuko's just kind of, like, saying in that scene, like... He doesn't know if his father's gonna take him back and all this stuff. And then, so we... And then, like, May kisses him and stuff. And they're just kind of standing there. But, um... I guess, with Mei and Zuko, it... I feel like... We know that there was, like, a little bit of something... There... From... Just, I guess, like little clues and stuff. But once again, that same comic book, there's a little bit of there's a little comic that before they leave Basigse in Basigse, like Zuko and May go on a date there. So, I mean, once again, it's not really super important, but
0: gives you more backstory.
1: It gives you more backstory to how they got there, because I guess we all assume that before Zuko left that they I don't know if they dated, because they would have. Zuko was, like, 13, <laughs> so...
0: Right, but they had admired one another.
1: Yeah, so I guess it gives you a little bit more of how they got there when they're together now.
0: Sure. Because uh, it is,
1: like, a, a little bit all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, yeah, it seemed kind of fast that all of a sudden she kisses him, but... I mean, you do figure out, then, within the same amount of time that it's been a couple weeks, so it's like... Mm-hmm. I guess I kind of was like, well, okay, maybe. And, and now that you're saying that they kind of went on a date, that makes more sense. Although then I guess I kind of think too, well, hmm, they went on a date right after all that happened. That's kind of quick too. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so then after this scene, uh, we kind of go back to our team. And this is where they kind of fill in the gaps for Aang and, and explain mm-hmm. to him everything that's going on and that happened and why they're yeah. in, Uh, Fire Nation uniforms and whatnot
1: Yeah And and yeah just basically tells He's been out for a few weeks They captured the ship You know basically what I already said And then I guess we see in this uh, Aang meets Kota who's uh, Sokka Katara's dad and we see that Katara's kind of not really getting along with him Seems kind of mad at him And we come back to that At the end of the episode but At this point you don't really know why and then uh, Katara takes Aang to just, you know, go try to heal him more because he's in pain. And while she's healing him, like, they're like, she's got, like, the spot. You can see his big old scar from the lightning that, from Azula. And, like, it kind of jolts back Aang's memories while he's, like, she's healing him. And he kind of sees, like, what happened. And... Basically, this is the... I don't know if you thought this at the end of the episode of the last one or not, but Aang was basically dead in that moment till Katara uh, used the spirit water to heal him. Mm-hmm. Aang was actually dead, and that's basically what Aang says. Without saying that he was dead, he's... I'm pretty sure he says hes go- he was gone, is what he says in that. And then, like, Katara brought him back. So... Aang was actually dead. And so, like, it, and then this also, think about this, because he was in the Avatar state, we already know that if he was killed in the Avatar state, the whole Avatar cycle would be gone, so, um, Katara wouldn't have healed him, wouldn't have that water, like, what if she used it on Zuko or something, because, you know, we, we, she almost dead. Uh, Aang would be dead, and the whole Avatar cycle would not be a thing anymore.
0: Yeah, I I guess I didn't realize that he was actually dead dead. I mm-hmm. just figured he was kind of like knocked out or whatnot. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: it inter- interesting. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's something that I could see people going different ways on about that. So like, I definitely see that how you could just think he was like passed out. Yeah. But. Yeah, like, I didn't say anything about it in the last episode, because I knew that it was going to be said here. Gotcha. That, like, he was actually dead, and you didn't say anything about it, so...
0: No, yeah. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Um, so then it goes back, and now Zuko's no longer on a ship. Uh, mm-hmm. Him and Azula are, are in her, I guess, in the Fire Nation temple. Yeah. Uh, which temple is this? I don't remember.
1: I, What's their home
0: temple called? Does it have a, like a grand name, I guess, or whatever?
1: It's the Fire Nation Royal Palace. I mean, I guess we we assume that they're they're at part of the royal palace.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, go ahead.
1: Oh, go. Okay. Um, they uh basically we don't. I guess you don't know these, these people's names yet, but the two old ladies who are announcing them, their names are Well and Lee. They're not really main characters, but they're in a few more episodes, and <laughs> I just know all these people's name. But they basically like start announcing like your prince and your princess are back, and saying how they took over Bossing Say. The Earth King fell, Bossing Say fell. They defeated the Avenger. Ab- just like this big, I guess, speech kind of. I don't know.
0: It's almost like Ed- when you go to a museum. And they have like a loudspeaker that kind of tells you everything great about a person.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like just like like wow, look at how great they are, and you know, Zuko comes out and Zuko comes out, and you can see like Zuko's face is he's still kind of thinking about everything at this point. He's right.
0: or it's almost like listening to two TV commenters commentators mm-hmm. uh, when uh, like they had the royal wedding or something and they're talking about each person that's showing up for the wedding. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the way they, they went about describing uh, Zuko and Azula.
1: Yeah, and then also in that scene, as you were watching it, it did like give you a little bit of a flashback to Ba Sing Se, and you could see the Dai Li took down the, earth wall, like the uh, Great Wall of Ba Sing Se and stuff and brought it down to the ground, and we see like the Fire Nation troops going into uh, Ba Sing Se. And they uh, they did, like, a cool thing there that I don't know if you really noticed, but as the Fire Nation troops are going into Ba Sing Se, like, we see, like, the family, like, the guy and the girl and the baby Hope from the Serpent's Pass, and you see, like, the guy who tried to take Iroh's money in the Tales of Ba Sing Se episode, like, so they put people that we've already seen before that's, like, probably, I guess, if you weren't, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but somebody who's watched it as many times as me is like ah yes those are random people who are in one episode
0: yeah no, i wouldn't have picked that up
1: <laughs> they, they they're kind of, they just like kind of walk by them and i was like that's it's a cool touch i mean it doesn't do anything but it's there
0: <laughs> gotcha um this then takes us back to our our team and our, our group and Again, it's just more of Sokka filling in Ang on everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And that's where they kind of introduce uh, Pipsqueak and Duke to
1: mm-hmm. show that
0: they're back with the team. Yeah.
1: They so, were. Oh, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say that this, to me, was kind of funny. I was I was expecting them to talk about. Uh, was it Longbow?
1: I can't oh, Longshot and.
0: Yeah. Yep. Those yeah. two L- Longshot and uh, I can't think of. What's her name? Blanket, come on, Aaron. You got. Oh, it.
1: sorry, I was blanking too. Um, let me see. give me one sec. I am blanking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we stumped Aaron. Look at this. It's the first one, everybody. It's the first time for everything, right? Uh, anyhow, you know, Jet's two friends that we saw earlier when Jet passed away. So th- yeah, I was I, expecting us to see that they caught up with those two, not Pip Squeak and Duke. So mm-hmm. I was kind of taken. I was kind of surprised by that actually. So that kind of gives me the thought that pipsqueak and duke must have been you know just for whatever reason not not hanging out with the rest of them you know Mm -hmm. after everything went down and they i'm assuming you said in the comic it showed kind of how they found them picked up with them right
1: yeah it just basically showed they tried to like steal food from them on their ship like tried to steal stuff from them so but then like they recognized who they were and like, oh, you guys can help us. Because, you know, now Saka said in this that he was um trying to. uh They're trying to get all these people that they know from the Earth Kingdom to help them with the invasion. So
0: sure.
1: they're getting like they have they have all the war tribe troops and stuff there. And they, now they have Pipsqueak and the Duke. So they're just trying to find people they know that will come and help them with the invasion. Cool.
0: Um. So, yeah, so. Uh S- B.
1: Yes. I've been trying to think this whole time. I don't. I was blanking. That's her name.
0: I'd look back in our notes.
1: I uh, did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to think. Yes. 100%. That's it. I don't know what. But my brain said nope. <laughs>
0: all right. And uh, no. So, so we figure out how they're with them. Um, and just as they're, they're finishing this up and getting in all their hellos. And we're so glad you're back and all this kind of stuff. They come upon another Fire Nation ship, and mm-hmm. the leader of that ship or or that armada or group or whatever, uh, him and two of his people come aboard, and they start talking to uh, Bato and oh, what's yeah, and uh, they have a little conversation. Obviously, they know nothing about the Fire Nation, and yeah, they I thought it was going to be a more obvious trick that they played on them, but. Uh, basically, they were talking about one of the commanders in that area mm-hmm. from the Fire Nation, and uh, our generals—I don't know if it was general, colonel, whatever—and uh, after everything was good, and they thought they were leaving, they start walking back to their ship. That the two guards were like, "Hey, that that dude's been on vacation for like two weeks."
1: <laughs> yeah. Or they said months. he. Yeah, they said he was on Ember Island. Which just uh, think that in mind. Just. We'll, we'll go there
0: <laughs> okay. i
1: have i have a love for ember island
0: <laughs> oh okay and but uh so right away right away they're like all right well let's just get back to the ship and then we can attack them so mm-hmm. uh and then the process of that Toph hears everything that they're saying because yeah obviously she's super hearing because Toph is just a uh, superhero just superpowers <laughs> basically
1: and Toph uh, is amazing. basically
0: yeah. that's it pretty much and <laughs> yeah. um she's like they know and right away she tries she tumbles their little walkway bridge and
1: yeah it was like a metal bridge between them and you know she's got the metal vending now and so she just like crushes it and you know she's In got this... metal
0: bending she's got super hearing she can tell them people <laughs> are lying she can tell them people are around i
1: mean yeah she's just, she, she's just got it all going for her
0: she's <laughs> better than the avatar pretty much so I, I don't know why she isn't the avatar but that's the, we'll there's
1: on. actually like so many like memes of like if Toph was the avatar it's like they have like a giant book and, like, that's Avatar The Last Airbender. If Toph was the Avatar, it's, like, a small book. There's so many, like, funny things like that because well, Toph would not hesitate to just do anything.
0: Yeah, I'm just glad I'm not the only one that feels that way, so it kind of <laughs> helps me uh, feel better about my thoughts then. So,
1: cool. Um, But, so we see Toph just basically start going and attacking and Guitar goes out there and tries to help and so we see them and Ed, Aang tries to actually he wants to go out and help but like is kind of standing with him was like no you're still hurt they think you're dead That we're going to use that to our advantage we need you to be better for the invasion and he's basically just telling that to Aang and
0: um, they're eventually able to just get away
1: yeah, well, I know during the fight, it actually cuts to Zuko for a second, um, and we see Zuko, he's at the palace now, um, we see him, he's at, like, the little pond thing, I don't remember if you remember, it's the, from Zuko alone when they had, like, the flashbacks and stuff. And he like, had, like, a flashback there when he was, like, feeding the turtle ducks with his mom. And so he's feeding the turtle ducks now. You know, you can tell by the look on his face that he's just still thinking about everything. And, you know, Azul comes up. And it's it's funny. that they, I mean, it's just Avatar's really good with little details. I point them out all the time. But, like, Zuko's feeding the turtle ducks. And when Azul comes up, they, like, run away. And we saw in, like, Zuko alone... Zuko talk about how Azula would just, like, throw the stuff at them at, like, their faces. So, like, they're kind of scared of her. So, I was like, that's... I don't know. That's the little stuff. (laughs) But, um, Azula comes up and she's just talking to Zuko. And, like, Zuko's like, what if you, like, won't, like, their father won't restore my honor. I didn't capture the Avatar. I didn't kill him. And... Azula is basically just kind of saying the same thing she said at the end of the last episode. Like, all this stuff, and
0: it makes and it a little saying, hard to believe that everything is still one hundred percent legit.
1: Yeah, and basically, and then she kind of just like asks him like about if he thinks there would be any way that Eng could be alive because that's really all that could ruin their everything, and you know Zuko actually thinks for a moment and he shows like a little flashback to Katara with the water and he like of course he's going to say no to Azula but you know that's now in the back of his mind and probably has been Yeah. And then we go back to like the whole fight we see like Toph she's throwing earth at the thing they like oh, it's like an anchor kind of thing I don't know how to explain it they kind yeah,
0: they of shoot, shoot like a grappling hook kind of through
1: through the in, ship in-
0: into our group's ship, into, yeah. into the the lower lower parts of the ship to flood it and to mm-hmm. stop them from getting away.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Katara is able to take water and, and kind of seal it back up.
1: hmm Yeah, and then and I kind of didn't create...
0: get, but I was like, whatever. I guess if she's powering it, you know, I guess it's it's possible, but you know, she can't just throw water and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and
1: we see her try to like create. She creates all this huge like mist cloud over them just so uh yeah, they have a little view. they have like a little bit of cover for some moment and we see um then like it eventually comes back down and Toph is at like goes to Saga like it says like how's it going Sokka's like I couldn't get much worse and then the serpent from Serpent's Pastures comes up behind him and <laughs> And then Sack goes, the universe just loves putting me on. And Toph goes, you make it too easy. <laughs> but then you know, they're like, oh, now we have to deal with this. But then right away the Fire Nation actually like, shoots fire at it. And so the Serpent goes and attacks their ship and just wraps its whole self around them. And that's basically how they're able to get away.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of cool and played out. And then yeah. he said, thank you, universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, that's Um, good.
0: So then this leads to a discussion after everything's kind of fine, which, again, I don't get how everything's fine because all she did was take water to cover up the hole from where the grappling hook thing went in. Mm -hmm. So I get she's got special powers, but I would think she'd have to sit there and concentrate on that water to hold it so that the ship doesn't continue to sink. But that's me. Anyhow.
1: Yeah, I guess that's just one of those things where you just got to...
0: Let it go. It's a yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Don't don't think too too strongly into this forty some year old man for a kids <laughs> cartoon, right? Yeah. Uh, so, Aang and Katara are talking, and he basically tells her that he's starting to remember everything that happened, and it makes him realize that mm-hmm. you know, um, he's got to do it by himself. That that he can't he can't keep endangering everybody else, and that he can just do this on his own. He doesn't need anybody else. It's almost back to, like, season one Yeah. in the beginning. He doesn't want help or doesn't want to, you know,
1: Mm.
0: have anybody else around him.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But at at this point, in season one, Aang was very much in denial of being the Avatar, but he still didn't want anybody's help. He was kind of like, I'm going to go do this because I have to. But now at this point, he's accepted that, he's the avatar he has to defeat the Lord, he's got to do this stuff and now he just he does he's like i don't want anybody else to have to pay for my mistakes nobody else to risk their lives fighting and you know katara's like we want to help you we and like all this stuff and things like no i have to do this on my own and he's like i need to regain my honor and it's just you know that is that zuko's thing and actually it does like such i don't know i think it's really cool um Aang's face is on one side, and then it fades into Zuko's face on the other side, but Zuko has, like, it's the side with Zuko's scar on his face, and, um, at that point, uh, Zuko's going in to see his father after Aang was just saying, like, he needs to regain his honor, and, you know, Zuko's back in the Fire Nation, he's got what he wanted, he's got his what he's wanted this whole time, to be, be able to go back home and have his honor restored. And, you know, he just kind of walks into his father. And then it actually cuts there, back to, um...
0: Zuko and his dad.
1: Well, yeah, he walks in and sees his dad, but then it cuts back to Katara. And she kind of walks in after... Because they were going to get food. Aang didn't want to go because... Uh, the Saki gave him like thing to cover his air and he's like I'm not going out if I can't wear my air proudly and that's what he like says and um, so they come back Tara's like got food for him and she sees that Aang's not there and then we see Aang in the sky flying on his glider then it goes back cuts back to um, Ozai and Zuko and just Ozai's basically saying there he's you redeemed yourself and just kind of like saying all this stuff to Zuko, Proudies and,
0: of him and everything. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that that kind of whole thing. And then at this point, he's he he's kind of like standing right in front of him, and he says like "Welcome home." And it shows up to his face, and this is the first time we've seen Ozai's face the entire show. Because any other time we've seen him, his face is either in darkness or it cuts off before his face, and we haven't been we haven't seen him at all his face until this episode and so that's and then it actually cuts there back to um katara and she goes out to like the deck of the ship to hakoda her dad and is just like she's crying and like she's like "Aang left he left he took his glider and just left and saying like how she doesn't think like his idea of like he wants to save the world alone is like dumb and that they want to help. And basically, you know what she was trying to say to him, but she's saying it to her dad now. And she was like, how could he leave? We need him and stuff and all this stuff. And then Hakoda's like, you're talking about me too, aren't you? And she's like, yeah. And so then I guess this talks now.
0: Why she's been upset with him.
1: The why? Whole yeah. Why she's yeah. been upset with him this whole time. Because, you know, we've seen kind of... That she was kind of acting weird to him this whole time.
0: the tude. Yeah. <laughs> giving him the attitude.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she kind of opens up and just kind of finally releases her frustrations and releases it on her dad and
1: mm-hmm. kind of
0: yells at him for, you know, well, why did you leave us and you shouldn't have just, you know, yeah, you left us with our grandmother, but, you know, still, you know, we're just young kids and you just took off on us.
1: Yeah, and she... she and then, she, you know, and, like, the whole... And she... Says like she understands like why he had to le- leave and why he had to go do this. But she was just like she didn't understand why she was still so sad and angry. and She kind of just lets out everything she's been feeling. And then Hakoda's like tells her like you and Saka you're my everything. I thought about you like every night when I was gone. And he's like I missed you so much that it would ache. You know we kind of see even though. They've been apart and stuff for all this time. They still all love and care about each other. And which it's like it's pretty interesting because we see like their family dynamic, even though it's not it's not perfect. They're still, you know, like a loving family. And then we go cut to Zuko and Ozai in the throne room. And it's kind of just like such a different version of family, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ozai is basically saying to Zuko, like, talking about everything that happened to say him betraying Iroh, helping Azula. And um, then he says in the end that Zuko killed the Avatar, which we all know they think that the Avatar's dead. You know, Zuko has his suspicion that he's not. But Zuko knows that it would have been Azula who killed him. She shot the lightning. Um, and he's like, you can see him like kind of like, very surprised and he's like, Who told you that? And like he's like, Azula, she told me how much like power you had and, and all this stuff and he kinda just like
0: Taken aback by it, he's he's caught by surprise why would why would she give him the, the Yeah accolades for killing
1: Exactly and um and then, you know, Ozai basically tells him like he's regained his honor. You know, that's what Zuko's wanted this whole time. We, I mean, we remember season one, Zuko, and all the times he talked about his honor.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And, um, then we see Aang. He's flying on his glider. We see, like, all the water beneath him, and he gets up, comes up to, like, a Fire Nation, like, blockade, and he goes underwater, and, you know, he kind of, Gets hit by a big wave. He loses his glider. He kind of finds like a log. And puts himself on it. And you know. He just looks really tired. You know he's still hurt. And stuff. And then we cut back to Zuko. And Zuko goes into like Azula's room. And is basically like. Why did you do that? Like why did you give me the credit. For killing the Avatar. Like why. What's, What's your motive of doing this? Because you know. He knows her. That. She does stuff to get what she wants. You know, she wants. You know, like she manipulated the whole thing in the Earth Kingdom with the Dai Li and everything.
0: Yeah, he's suspicious. And, he, yeah. He questions it all.
1: Yeah, he questions it all. And basically. She's like. At first, she doesn't want to be like, say it, but she eventually says like. What if the Avatar's not really in these words, but um, if the Avatar's she hints alive. She the
0: fact that, you know, if, if the Avatar's not really dead, then that's going to look really bad.
1: Yeah, and so she's like she, all... She threw
0: it on him and said, yeah, you could take this one because uh, mm-hmm. if he's not really dead, it's not going to come back on me. It's going to come back on you.
1: Yes, exactly. She's like, all that glory would turn to shame. Yeah. And so uh, that's basically what she says. And... um. And, you know, Zuko's kind of thinking, like, oh, God, he might be alive. Yeah. Which we know is true. Yes. But at this point, I think Zuko's more and more. I think throughout this episode, Zuko's thinking more and more that he is alive. Yes. Um. And not dead. But then we go back to Aang. He kind of, like, gets thrown under the water by this big wave. We see him, like, come back up onto the log. And we see Roku in the sky. And Aang kind of,
0: well, like... A- Aang's at the point. You could tell by by the looks of things. He's ready to just give up and just say, the heck with it. I'm done.
1: Yeah. He basically does say that. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to make it. And then, you know, Roku shows up in the sky. And as Ang's like, says, like, I'm failing. I'm losing this war... And then Roku's basically like, if you have anyone to blame on the war, it's me. I should have seen this war and prevented it. Um, but he's like, I know you can do this, and you're destined to save the world. And then it, um, we see that it kind of changes, and we see Yue in the sky, and like the moon's behind her. And she's like, you've already saved the world, and you'll save it again. You just can't give up. And Aang's like, yeah. He's like, I'm not going to give up. And you know he kind of gets that motivation from them, and he kind of like gets up on top of his log and starts like, guess surfing on it kind of, and Pretty using much. water Pretty much, that's what
0: it looks like, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he's using, we can see he's using water bending to get to some kind of like surface or island. He ends up on an island with a volcano, and we see he kind of like, I don't know, fell asleep there. Because I don't think he got like knocked out or anything. I think he was just tired. Um, but then yeah. he wakes up. Momo's licking his face. It's it's the morning now. Um, I should add. And we see like Tara runs over to him. She's so happy to see that like he's okay. And then the rest of Team Avatar comes over and hugs him. And even Appa comes over and he kind of leans his head. And it's really cute. <laughs> I am um, definitely somebody who quite enjoys the cute Team Avatar scenes. It makes me happy. <laughs> And then Aang says, like, I have so much to do and stuff. And like, and is like, but we're going to help you this whole time. And Aang basically asks, like, what are we going to do now? We're separated from the invasion force. And Saka says, we're going to meet up with them on the day of the eclipse. And, you know, it's going to all be good. And Toph then kind of pulls something. I think I, yeah, I did say it, that he lost his glider when he got hit by that big wave. Um, Toph kind of pulls like the glider out. It's kind of like touching the surface of the water. And he's like, oh, what's this? And then he's like, oh, it's your staff. And um, and kind of looks at it for a moment. And he's like... He kind of goes up to the top volcano. And he's like, it'd be better that people don't know him alive. So, you know, he's now accepted that fact. That it's probably best that people don't know he's alive. Just like Sokka's been saying... And we see him put it on top of the volcano and let it burn so nobody could find it and give it away. And, you know, that's kind of a sad thing, too, because that was basically, like, the last thing besides, I guess, Appa, really, that was from the Air Nomads that he had. Because that was, like, you know, made by them. Right. And so, I guess... That was you know, like his
0: uh homing rod. That was something that was, you know, whenever he was m- missing something about his life or something that was going on that took him back to you know the time before he was really getting into all this nice and deep and
1: mm-hmm. it kind
0: of was like a security blanket.
1: Yeah, it it kind of was like one last thing to his whole life and all those people he loved before the war. And basically that, I guess that's where the episode ends. You see like the glider burn up and then the episode ends. There was a lot there in that episode. I feel like I said a lot of stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot happens in the last few minutes. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. the whole thing with Roku and everything, you know, basically saying it's his fault and, you know, or having to deal with his mistakes and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and just everything from there. And then at the end, you know, like you said, throwing that into the, or not throwing it, but, you know, putting it into the, the, oh, lava, volcano, whatever, whatnot. That's kind of just another sign showing how Aang is maturing and growing up and, yeah, letting go of, you know, the things from before, like you said. Mm-hmm. So showing how much, you know, he's coming into the role of the avatar and, and, yeah. you know, growing as a, as not just a person, but, as the avatar
1: yes exactly yeah i mean like we can already see from here he's come such a long way since the beginning in season one like he didn't even want to tell Sokka and Katara at the beginning that he was the avatar and you know now we see he's completely accepted this role he he's kind of figuring out the ways he wants to go about doing this but he's ready to kind of do what he has to do for the world
0: yeah so all right yeah that's
1: that, basically that's the end of the episode
0: so, right so uh favorite moment from this episode uh
1: it's not i guess it's there's not really i think the only funny moment in my mind that comes to mind is the thing with Sokka and Toph and the sea serpent
0: yeah and the whole universe against them
1: yes yeah, I, that, I, that's I, that's a fun little moment but i don't know if it's my favorite i do i do like the um, team avatar hug, I like it because it's cute. <laughs> and, um, I do. I guess I like. I guess I really like the things with Ang here because I've, I said I said it when we were talking about Aang. with the stuff with the Guru. Ang's my favorite character, so I uh, like to see you know, like we said, he's maturing, getting older, taking his avatar role more serious and stuff. Yeah. So I'd yeah. probably say kind of just the things with Aang. And then the stuff with Zuko is also, you know, pretty interesting because we know this whole time he's wanted to come home to the Fire Nation, get his honor back. But this whole time he's very. He's thinking about it. It's And kind of he doesn't really know if this is everything that he wanted.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they're kind of. They both kind of switched roles. At the end of season two, Aang was at the point where it felt like everything was going in his favor. Mm-hmm. And then at the last second, it didn't. Mm-hmm. And things switched where everything then started going. In. So now at the beginning of season three, it's like everything's going in Zuko's favor. Although now he's the one questioning it. And you could tell it's starting to switch and starting to possibly go the other way. And But at the same time, it, it's showing, especially in this episode, how much both of these characters have grown. And how much mm-hmm. they're starting to, to you know, everything that they thought or or realized was important before isn't what was really important. And how much they're starting to realize what really is important and what really should, is really is the way things should go. So yeah. for Aang, it was, you know, okay, it's no more he is the one that has to do it all. Mm-hmm. It's not just him. It's not about just him. It's about team Avatar. Mm-hmm. And with Zuko, it's not just... You know, it wasn't all just about, you know, getting his honor back and, you know, forward capturing thinking. Capturing the like Avatar. Yeah, yeah. And capturing yeah. the Avatar. And, you know, that that wasn't, you know, that was everything that was important to him in the past. And now that he has it, he's kind of like, my sister's still setting me up. Mm-hmm. My dad only cares because he thinks I took care of the Avatar. Where he, mm-hmm. And you could tell he kind of is questioning Should he really care? You know, is that why his dad should really care about him? He realizes now that his I mean, this is just me in in my forward thinking. You know, I think he's starting to realize he had true love shown to him by his uncle. Mm -hmm. who didn't really care what he had done or what he had accomplished or what he had, you know. Taken care of versus his dad, his own father, who only reason his dad's even coming and talking to him or letting him back to the palace is because he thinks he killed the avatar
1: exactly yeah no that's perfect and you know i mean i said it all the way at the beginning is that Aang and zuka are supposed to you know i guess be kind of parallels they're, to each yeah, other parallels
0: to each other exactly
1: and yep. that that's kind of them the entire show and we kind of are seeing a lot more of that and just like i pointed out like the one scene with Aang's face and zuko's face with the honor i i just think all those things are interesting
0: (laughs) yeah they're living pretty much the same life just getting or getting to the same point about growing up in their life Mm -hmm. they're just getting to them in two different ways that's all yeah so cool anything else this episode
1: no, that's all I'd say. I'm excited to talk about the next episode. All
0: right. <laughs> well, that finishes this episode. So please yeah. join us again next week <laughs> as we discuss episode 41 when the Aaron is just ready to go. Yes. And uh, <laughs> if you want to contact us, go ahead.
1: I have a lot in season three that I'm very excited to talk about. I, because I'm
0: sure this will be a recurring theme. theme it,
1: it will be. It will be because there's so many that... And I have a lot of favorites that I don't know if are necessarily favorites for everyone, basically, is what I would say. But I get a lot of enjoyment. Like, you did not enjoy The Cave of Two Lovers. <laughs> but I absolutely love that episode. Secret Tunnel is my jam. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I have a lot in Season 3. When we get towards the end of Season 3, I'm basically just going to be saying that it's all my favorites.
0: <laughs> all right all right well if you want to contact us reach out please do so you can email us at everythingavatar 113 at gmail.com or you can find me on twitter at i'm trying dan or my other podcast called the ptr show aaron where can they find reach out to you at
1: you can find me on my youtube channel aaron pinkham or on my instagram at airbear34
0: all right please share this podcast with your friends and family as we're in most every place that you can listen to podcasts spotify stitcher google apple everyone Uh, Give us that good rating Until next time, I'm Dan Harris
1: And I'm Erin Pinkham And thanks again for listening to the Everything Avatar Podcast See you next time
0: See ya